Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Like a goddamn like minced meat pie, which is something I had recently for the first time. It's actually amazing. There's no um, meat in it. It's not meat. What it's, is it? It's a sweet pie. It's called minced meat pie. Okay. But it's just like this like black goo that's basically a bunch of stewed up like nuts and like shit, other shit. It's just called minced meat pie. Like I don't know why. Isn't that fucking weird? Did you know that? No. Mr. Chef. I don't know shit. Party pants. <laughs> like cooking prodigy. All right, now I'm one up. I got the minced meat pie on. It's true, yo. <laughs> Welcome to Tea Time with Tea Kid. I'm Tea Kid, producer and host for Vice and cannabis journalist since 2012. On this show, I interview some of the interesting people I've met in the world of weed, and we talk about weed. And about halfway through, I have a friend stop by with some treats. This week, my buddy Zeke is bringing over some terpene-heavy concentrates. And my guest this week is Jonah Ryder, a young chef whose dorm room supper club, Pit, became really popular suddenly a few months ago, and his waiting list is like years long now. I met Jonah at a dinner where he was the chef, and I got to try a whole bunch of his infused dishes. I've eaten my fair share of weed dinners on the Munchies show Bong Appetit, and I gotta say, Jonah is skilled at his craft. So on today's show, he gives me more details on exactly what he made there, but first, we talked about how he got into cooking. Were you like one of those kids who was just really good at cooking, who could like bake perfect cupcakes and shit? Nah, and I'm not even that good at baking. Baking is too exact, but I'm trying to get better. But no, I was like one of those kids who like, oh, like I played with so much Lego when I was a kid, building stuff. That's also like totally like improvising. Yeah, I did a lot of Legos when I was a kid. We cooked a little bit. I liked to make, oh, the first thing that I started making was home fries. Oh, okay. I was super into home fries. And then (laughs) I'd just make them with different spices all the time. In high school, actually, no, you know, in high school, me and like some of my close, close friends would get together every once in a while and cook like an extravagant meal together. So I guess I was into cooking then as well. I remember we almost, uh, we were making something in high school and it was, we had this big like, pot full of like beef stock or something i don't know some shit was like boiling super hot and we dumped like a whole bottle of wine in when it was still mad hot and this column of fire shot up and like totally torched the ceiling and our homie's kitchen um (laughs) (laughs) cooking with weed has always like intrigued me i think because it's a fun way to you know consume cannabis um 
but also there's this thrill of like cooking with a very specific ingredient that has such an effect and like and also a very strong flavor and so it's a really interesting thing to try to int I, like i'm super into the whole idea of dining with weed and you know there are a lot of comp like complexities about it things that don't like it's not analogous to drinking at a meal at all and then we got into the specifics of the menu at the weed dinner that I mentioned. Yeah, so when I walked in, there was some kind of sea creature on uh, in a pool of green oil. And there was like a little red thing, and I didn't know what I was looking at, but I ate it. And I was told, first off, when I walked in, everything's cannabis-infused. If you don't want cannabis-infused food, just... You got to let them know because otherwise you're getting high. So what was that first thing? What was that first so, plate? So, man, that part, this party was just so fucking fun. Um, when people walked in, let's see. So when, when people walked in early on in the evening, there would be, we had these little white dishes that we were serving um, a scallop crudo in. So I just picked up these dope scallops from Citarella up on like 72nd Street. Like we would just slice a scallop super thin into a couple of, a bunch of slices and lay it down on the plate. And then around it would go uh, Meyer lemon juice, and then this oil that had um, that was made from charred ramps and cannabis, and like so that was dotted on it. That was that green oil. Oh, and then there was a slice of rhubarb, um, really thin, ice water, so it's crispy, and um, I think we had like some nasturtium on it. Yeah, that was a fucking delicious dish. There was a cannabis champagne jelly. Oh, okay, right. Right, those little shimmering cubes of, like, champagne gelatin almost, like that had a little bit of cannabis, but then also... So gelée is different than just jelly, right? Is it? What's gelée? Uh, gelée is just if you're an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, right, Christelle, the oyster shucker, she was, like, shaving um, a fresh nug on top of the oysters for people who wanted. Um, yeah, we had the oysters. Man, what was it? I had those, this braised octopus that I was searing up, and then we had this like cannabis and um, roasted red, what was that sauce, yo? We had the cannabis and, oh, and smoked paprika sauce. That was delicious, like a- On the octopus. Underneath the octopus, and then there was this tapenade of uh, brined black olives and hazelnuts. And so you kind of freestyled that meal, right? Is, is that right? Or was that very pre-planned? It wasn't like super pre-planned. I mean, just because I don't have the facilities to like buy a bunch of ingredients and like prep a ton of shit, you know. So I'm just doing it like wherever at the venue earlier in, in the day. All right, we had, we had oh we had those um, two kinds of cracker. We had those pop the cannabis poppy seed crackers with this cannabis infused like goat's butter, I think, and then pickled uh, radishes, pickled uh, watermelon radishes. And, the, and then there was that little snip of a fennel frond on each one. That shit was delicious. Oh man, we had um, that super rare duck breast, slice of duck breast on the like cannabis and pea puree. Um, pea puree. Yeah. Sounds bad, tastes good. No, what was it? It was leeks and peas. And oh, and there were morel mushrooms on that. puree. <laughs> oh man, the ice cream thing was incredible. So, you know, I host a, a weed food show yeah. for Vice, for Munchies, and it's like, you know, I get, I've eaten a, a bunch of weed ice cream and, you know, weed desserts. Yeah. And that was one of the best weed ice creams I've ever had. 
how did you make that? What went in there? Um, nah, yo. Oh, I misled you. No, no, just because I'm that ice cream did not have wheat in it, yo. Oh, it, it, you know what it was—the brownies, the toppings. And, yes, and all it was. That stuff so the ice the creams energy. didn't have. So the ice creams are just—it's you know, cream, milk, egg yolks, sugar, and then some flavor. So I had a cardamom ice cream. I had one that was made with sour milk. I had one that we roasted salsify in. What's salsify? It's like this weird skinny root. Yeah, we roasted it until it was mad sweet, and then like blended it into the custard. So those we had those three ice creams. They didn't have weed in it, but all of the toppings had weed. And so there was the, the very potent cannabis uh, caramel. There was the extremely potent cannabis brownie, uh, brownie batter. I had a chunk of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was, man, what did we have? We had the pistachio meringue on top. We had kumquats sitting in um, chamomile syrup. In Bon Appetit, one thing I've kind of discovered is that a lot of times the key is to remove any hint of the plant flavor of cannabis from the food, right? And I mean, the plant flavor is sort of the dominant thing when you're, when you're working with flowers. Totally. But it seems like you embrace that and you bring in, you know, you bring that flavor in. You want it to intermingle with the other flavors that are going on. Like that, that's something that, you know, I feel like a lot of chefs, weed chefs, try to hide. Well, I, when I was talking earlier about having a constraint be really exciting, like yeah. I kind of like the idea that I have to have all of the food. It's gonna, it, no matter how hard I try, it's gonna have that flavor to some extent. And so, you know, I would like to figure out ways to like embrace it then, and and be like, oh, like this dish only needs like a very little bit of it, um, but like this dish I can really like play with the flavor. Like that scallop crudo was so was such a fun dish because like I thought the weed flavor actually worked really well with it there's a couple different ways of going about it you know like in the beginning you might have an infusion that kicks in kind of quick like mm -hmm. you know something that has like a cream infusion in it like dressings i feel like salad dressings that have weed in them like hit me pretty quickly <laughs> you know what i mean i find this difficult so you're saying certain weed infused products hit you sooner oh absolutely absolutely but, like, and you think it has to do all right i wouldn't even so I'll give you another example, yeah. right? I had, uh, in Colorado, I had a lox, right? So a salmon, a side of salmon yeah. that was infused using cannabis tincture, right? Now, cannabis tincture, whether it's made with, like, grain alcohol or, like, uh, some sort of, like, vegetable glycerin. Yeah. That shit basically just absorbs into your bloodstream super, super quick. Fast. And I was right, like, okay, I would that be, totally makes sense. Yeah, and I would be eating slices of lox and getting loaded off of it. Damn, it was incredible. You know what I mean? Have you have you tried working with tinctures at all? Yeah, I have actually. And like, uh, off, so I really enjoy making cannabis infused sodas and beverages, and so I'm always using tincture for that. Oh, word! So how um, do you make a, a cannabis infused soda? Well, so I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna need to decarboxylate, and then, um, you know, you can just infuse with. Uh, like really, really high proof alcohol. Um, and it's pretty efficient. So like you won't get, whatever you make is gonna have like a tiny amount of alcohol in it, but um, it's fine. Anyways, then you like, you know, you let it sit for a little bit, you shake it up, but it works super fast because it's really strong. And then you like strain it out. But then that, that's what you have. That's like the liquid, this strained uh, alcohol and like cannabis infusion. Um, 
I don't know, for the event that we had last week, two weeks ago, um, we made, oh, we had a soda that was um, turmeric and ginger juice mm. and, and, yeah, and, and like some, you know, sugar and lemon and this cannabis tincture. Um, and then there's like a bunch of black peppercorn cracked on top. It was really similar to this soda that I had at some bar downtown that I really like. It's sweet. Oh, okay. It's so sweet. it's like a sweet sort of, it's like a root, it's like a root beer. It's like a root beer of sorts. Yeah. Like ginger is a root. Damn, I should have brought some. That would have been a delicious snack. Yeah, shit, dude. I'm thirsty. You want me to grab you some more water, actually? Nah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'll wait for a sec. When's your friend coming through? Yeah, I mean, probably in the next, like, 10 minutes or so. Oh, word. It was actually a lot less than 10 minutes. Zeke showed up right then. Jonah, this is my homie Zeke. On the show, about halfway through, usually, I have a homie stop by with some treats, and then we partake in some treats. So this is Zeke. Zeke has brought treats, I think. Let's see what he showed up. Yeah, yeah. Zeke, Zeke is actually like pretty much the best cannabis man in New York, in my opinion. Uh, you know, in terms of yeah, his <laughs> just the attention that he gives to the strains that he's got for you. You know, the the knowledge that he has about them. And I swear to God, and this is the thing that got me is that. Uh, after the first time I bought weed from him, he called me back the next day to be like, how, how are you customer doing with service, that? Customer service, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is gold customer service. Yeah, yeah gold, the gold standard of customer service. And oh. so, Zeke, what do you have for us today? So, well, these are just to get started. So that's uh, one's Tangy and one is Burner's Cookies, which I think you've had before. Yeah, the burners. I have. Yeah, real Burner's, real Burner's. Uh, I brought a, sh a slab. Oof. <laughs> oh, that's a huge one. I brought a slab of some kosher wow. shatter. That's a lot of wax. Yeah. So I brought you some of the head stash today. So this is all solventless. They call it like the clear. Oh, know yeah. What this is. I had some of this in yeah, Oregon. Yeah. How do they make that? Yeah. Uh, science. All right. Science. <laughs> science. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we got Tangy, Girl Scout cookies, Jack Herrera, of course, uh, Strawberry Cough, Blue Dream, and a bubble gum. So that's like all flavor. So we'll dab that low temps, like. Oh, we'll, wow. We'll be chilling with that. What Zeke brought over are terpene heavy concentrates, and terpenes are aromatic compounds found in all kinds of plants. And different combinations of terpenes are what give different strains of cannabis their distinct smell and taste. Recently, the study of terpenes has become something of a craze in cannabis world. Jonah saw this for the first time, and he had a series of brain explosions while smelling them. Unadulterated smell of the infusion, or does it have some sort of, like, chemicals in it? No, no. Like, if anything, they would have added terpenes, just because... And what are terpenes? That's your flavor. Yeah, so like you know, some flavoring agent. Yeah, but it's not it's natural. Terpenes isn't, you know, yeah. that's it's Where do not they like come from? it's not additives. It's it's not yeah, it's not it's Yeah, this shit is like natural. so aromatic. So there's only a, a certain amount of terpenes to like in basically everything that gives us like our taste and smell. So this is pertinent to what yeah, you no, do. My mind is reeling right now. I'm I'm smelling all these different 
tiny ass jars of extract with different terpenes or whatever the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> and my, I mean, I'm, this is blowing up the possibilities of cooking with cannabis. You know what I mean? Like, this is good concentrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. all like, this is. You know, I bring oh. the best. Dude, you do. Oh my god. So Wait till you taste it though. The smell it like this it, doesn't make sense, yo. The taste that is this is that this is a smell. natural smell. No, the bubblegum actually was the one that made me think that they're adding terpenes. Because bubblegum that one actually tastes like the yellow bubblicious, you know, like Okay, I mean first of all, it smells so sweet. It smells like syrup. Like you know that this is gonna be pure sugar overload. <laughs> And then it just has that absolutely hysterical aroma of like bubble gum. Each one of these is different. So this is the Jack Herrera right there. Yeah, let's give that a sniff. Give that a sniff. That so one's that's one a of classic the less, strain. Uh, yeah, it's actually one mm, of the so less. So woodsy. <clears throat> Jack has Pine. that uh, specific smell though. Jack's, you know? Yeah. And I didn't really get it yeah, from that oh, as yeah. much as I got like. That's nice. The blueberry and strawberry from the strawberry cough. This smells like root beer. And, and yeah. that's actually interesting because Jack Herrera has, I've always thought, kind of like a like a root beer, birch beer kind of flavor to it, you know? But so this is kind of crazy. I actually did not know you were going to be bringing by all these terp-heavy concentrates yeah, here. I mean, it's, cause this is just totally blowing my mind as someone who likes to cook. Like I, What does that one smell like? I can't even begin to describe this shit. I mean, we're so toast. I mean, I'm fucking pretty blitzed right now. You know, just getting hit by these aromas. Well, that big slab there says you're going to get more blitz. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing well soon. Give me uh, flavors of what you want to try. All right. So, dude, what do you want to try dab-wise? All right. I'm going to pick some flavors. So, make yourself a little Frankenstein dab. Yeah, so a friend of mine always says that there's a rule that you can't ask for a small dab. <laughs> I know. Because, like... It's like if someone says, like, you want a dab, you just have yeah, to be like, yeah. Like, I'm about to get just each. Yeah. Time. If you ask for a small dab, then that guy's going to give you a slightly bigger dab than he would have in the first place. <laughs> Damn. That was so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And yourself, sir? Uh, I'll do the jack. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Yeah, sure. Ooh. Oof. Oof. that guppy. And then we got into something I'm always interested in hearing from younger cannabis enthusiasts. Basically, what's it like to have grown up in a more weed-friendly world than I did? You know, weed legalization was really becoming a thing. I mean, when you were a freshman in college, it was legalized in two states, right? Yeah. What does it look like from your perspective? Like, does it feel like weed was ever illegal? Or can you kind of imagine a time when it was a lot more restrictive than it is now? Yeah, I mean, like, I never experienced an extremely restrictive culture around weed. 
you know. Yeah. Shit. I didn't have that. It was always like some low key, you know. Yeah, man. Underground shit. It always had to be like I ran from the cops constantly when I was in high school, all the fucking time. It was like, like one summer it was like literally like three or four nights a week we'd be like running away from the cops, and all we were doing was drinking beers and smoking weed. Real ecstasy. Yeah, and it was, it, you were so frowned upon, like, in school, in high <clears throat> school, if you were, like, a stoner. Like, everybody would kind of, you know what I mean? Like, be like, that's really? a bad kid. Yeah, 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 totally. Just for smoking yeah, weed. Bad kid smoked weed. It's like a weird thing. Yeah, is that yeah, not that, how it is no, now? No, that's not, well, when I was in high school, no, that's not really how it was. And then we talked about Jonah's guilty pleasure stone snack and got kind of an unexpected answer. My favorite snack, like I love eating things that, um, like when I'm just being like totally gone, I'm just trying to munch. I like eating things that are, have like a ton of texture but don't really taste like anything. Like as close to just eating air. Like, so like, you know rice cakes? Yeah. That shit is probably maybe my favorite like snacking snack. Interesting. Like just eat them it's like the most anti-pothead. Dude. Like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. So you don't you don't dip it in anything, huh? No, no. I'm just saying this is like the the like theoretical ideal snack. Like, you can eat it forever. <laughs> it's super just like stimulating to chew. I I like cupcakes. I do like them. I don't know. There's something. I think a cake is so much more prefer. It I like. It's preferable to me. Just like a slice of cake. Yeah, I think it feels more like. Well, you can do more ridiculous things, but it's also super social, like... Yeah, cupcake. that's true. I guess a cupcake can... Well, because you slice a cake and, like... I just like the idea of having this, like, fat-ass cake that you're just <clears throat> cutting away at. You know, consuming like. the cake or the pie should totally be, like, a more common thing that it's, like, you know... Like, yeah, I brought a cake! You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, like, and you all have a cake. If you started when you went over to your homies, you know... Bring through a pie, no matter how shitty. <laughs> like whenever someone that texts you before they come over, like yo, you need anything? Yeah. No. She'd be like, yeah, bring a cake or a pie. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And before we go, just one last little story about getting too stoned on a plane. Special shout out to the guy who was sitting next to me. See you next time. Chill. I was flying back from Denver a couple months ago, and I ate. What I thought was 100 milligrams of cookies, and it was 300 milligrams of cookies. And I I had, like, so I have a pretty high tolerance for edibles. Like, I can eat 100 milligrams and I'm fine. You know, like, the worst that usually happen to me is I'll fall asleep, you know? But, like, I like I, I was sitting on that plane. I was really, really high, right? Because I ate them all before I went through security because I refused to carry that shit through. And, like... I'm on there, and, like, the guy next to me sees me, like, kind of uneasy, and he's just, like, he becomes uneasy, you know? Because, like, he's, like, this motherfucker's going to be sick. And then, like, yeah, and I'm just, like, throwing my headphones, and I'm, like, all right, I'm going to chill. It's fine. Like, you know, and the plane starts moving, and it's, like, it's, like, getting ready to take off, and I'm, like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to barf right now. And as the plane is taking off, I, like, grab the barf bag. Very cleanly, though, I got to credit myself and, like, wrap it around my mouth and just fill that bitch, right? Just fill that shit right up. And, and like, then, like, the guy next to me is immediately like, shit. Shit. 
It's like a four hour flight. Like, and this motherfucker decides to start throwing up like as we're taking Take off. And I'm sitting next to him. He must have been so pissed. But I like hit the bag, like wrapped that shit up and just like threw it under the seat and just like chilled for a minute. And then as soon as like the seatbelt time went off, I just like went to the can and like barfed more. Everything. Yeah, just like <laughs> all, all the like the munchies I eaten at the fucking terminal. 300 milligrams is a lot though. It's a fair amount. I've eaten 300 milligrams before and been fine, but I hadn't had like Would a you breakfast. Say the chocolate bar was? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.